is Stevie Rochelle from Top and Metal Sludge. Hey everybody, this is Pat Torpy from Mr. Big. This is Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock. What's up? This is Dave Rude from Tesla. And you're listening to Music Mania. Music Mania. You are locked and loaded on the Music Mania podcast. Thank you so much, man. I, I love talking about the things that I love, Clint. And for you to allow me to do it with you, uh, I am the Music Mania Podcaster. You the best! You got the best! We roll tonight to the guitar fight. And for those about to rock, I salute you. You ready for some screaming heavy metal? Scream for me, You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. Hey, what's going on? Clint Schweitzer here from the Music Mania Podcast, and we are rolling on despite COVID-19 pandemic 2020. Guys, a lot of this feels like the new normal for most of us, and so if you're anything like me, you are um, at least sitting around, maybe bored, maybe at least able to delve into some new music, into some new albums, and I tell you what, we have just the topic for you here on this show, because... Legendary American rock band Tesla has released their new live album, Five Man London Jam, worldwide on March 27th. The album is a live performance of some of their most iconic hits from their catalog. Uh, Five Man London Jam was recorded and filmed in 4K ultra high definition as an homage to their critically acclaimed and highly influential top 20 platinum album, Five Man Acoustic Jam. Uh, the five-man London Jam is available in multiple formats, including Blu-ray, 2LP vinyl, CD, and digitally. The electrifying lead single, What You Give, is available for immediate download with album pre-order. And with all that going on, we are going to be welcoming legendary Tesla frontman Jeff Keith to the show here this week to talk about it. We're going to talk about uh, the 30-year anniversary coming up of five-man acoustic jam, kind of how that happened, how maybe Tesla unknowingly unlocked the keys to the acoustic kingdom for MTV and unplugged. Um, they did that back in 1990, so to commemorate that 30-year anniversary, they have this uh, new album, Five Man London Jam, so definitely check it out. Of course, Tesla's also celebrating the one-year anniversary of uh, their latest studio album, Shock, which was produced by Def Leppard guitarist Phil Collin, who we've had on this show multiple times. We're going to talk to him about that. We've got a lot of rapid-fire fan questions from the Facebook page we're going to be bringing up uh, to Jeff, and he's just one of those cool laid-back cats, man. He's up for it all. We're going to talk to him about uh, his relationship with former Tesla guitarist Tommy Skio, and uh, if he's been in touch with him at all lately, and just sort of what he's been doing during this coronavirus time. Uh, the good thing about this is, if you can find some silver lining, is that what we've found is that there's so many artists that are that, that would be out on tour right now, and Tesla is one of those bands. They had a tour scheduled um, this spring and on into the summer with uh, Alice Cooper and Lita Ford. Hopefully, that still happens. It's probably in doubt at this point. Obviously, a lot of their tour dates have already been rescheduled, but uh, that tour with Alice Cooper um, still listed as of now. We'll see, of course, play the wait and see game on that. But so many artists are are at home right now. They're still working on music. They're still creating, but uh, we're able to contact and interview so many artists right now. So we have interviews piled up. I mean, in one email, I was able to get a hold of Stuart Copeland 
from the police, drummer from the police, and set up an interview. That interview is in the can and it will air on this podcast next week. Of course, you can get the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Go ahead and uh, subscribe. Please leave a five-star review. We always appreciate that. Or a one-star review if you hate the show. And I know there's some of you out there that uh, that certainly do. Um, so, guys, as, as rumors continue to fly about tours being canceled, Sleaze Rocks has reported that uh, the Motley Crue tour is in jeopardy. We've heard some a few more industry insiders that that uh, could be the case. Nothing official on that yet. But if that happens, I think that is a big signifier of where things are it were this summer because that event, I mean, it's in stadiums and it's not slated to begin till June 18th. And if that tour, which is a multi-million dollar endeavor for Live Nation, if that tour goes out the window, that means that you can pretty much expect there to be no events, no gatherings of any kind, let alone 50,000 people in a stadium. So things to watch out for to be sure there, um, but that's sort of um, one of the rumors right now. But we want to go ahead, and without further ado, go ahead and get into our interview with Jeff Keith. Uh, taped this uh, just a few days ago. Jeff was kind enough to join us um, from his home in um, Sacramento. So without further ado, let's take you to our interview with Jeff Keith from Tesla. Jeff, hey, man, friend. what's good, Jeff? How you doing, my friend? Doing great, man, doing great. Just you got some... Uh... We're, we're living through it. We're getting it done together, man. And I know, uh, yeah. for you, I mean, you guys, especially cause you had a whole your tour was going all through spring and all through summer. So this, especially for you guys, yeah. this hits close to home, doesn't it? Well, it does. And we, you know, we had just come home on the tour and and then we had a month home and while we were at home is where everything started going on so uh you know uh, there's a lot of people that just went out and got shut down and now the april thing has got shut down and they're talking about you know whether the, the alice cooper and lita ford thing might have to get pushed back we, whatever it takes we all have to do and we got to do it as a world plan that's the best way i can see it Oh, that's really well said. And I was definitely looking forward to that uh, tour of, with uh, Alice Cooper and Lita. I mean, you guys have done so yeah. many amazing high-profile tours, whether it be with uh, with Joan Jett and Styx or with Def Leppard uh, several times. I mean, do you, you guys yeah. have done some really high-profile tours the last few years, man. Yeah, well, we got the same management as Def Leppard, and we got on a lot of them tours, but it, it's not just because of our management. It's because it was a nice package, you know, out there with Styx or Ario or Poison and then Dick, Joan Jett, all those things are fun. You know, the Alice Cooper, uh, that, that's awesome. You know, we've, we've, we've played with Alice many times, but our second tour ever was, first one was David Lee Roth, Edom and Smile in December of 86, January of 87, and then it was Alice Cooper. So we go way back. I mean, and, and we grew up, you know, cutting our teeth on songs from Alice Cooper, you know? Yeah. It's great to go out and play with them people. <laughs> well, but I hope we get pushed back. Right, definitely not. Uh, we're you know, hopefully in the next couple months we can get back into into normalcy here. But yeah. the good news is for you guys here, good timing on this because you're getting ready to release um, your album uh, Five Man London Jam, which uh, comes out tomorrow right. um, on March 27th. Man, this is great stuff. Of course, kind of 30 years since uh, Five Man Acoustic Jam, it's kind of perfect here to, to to roll this thing out. Man, great timing on this. Yeah, well, and, and you know, and, uh, unfortunately, it's something that you can kind of do 
uh, in the times that we're in where everything's quarantined, hopefully people will be, you know, eager to listen to something. We're going to give them something to look at and listen to, but to help us through these times. But, I mean, it's exciting to have the record come out. But like I said, it's a little unfortunate with the timing of everything. But, uh, like I said, hopefully people stay quarantined. We'll get through this stuff soon. We'll be back on the road, and they'll have something they can watch and listen, and hopefully their ears will like it. Well, this is tremendous, and um, I know I think you guys did this last summer. You recorded at uh, Abbey Road Studios over there. So kind of talk about... Uh, how this kind of came to be. You um, released your album Shock uh, about a year ago, almost to the day, and you're able to get uh, California Summer Jam on this thing. So it's uh, a new song on there, and you got to kind of mix that with some of your old hits. So just talk about kind of what went into putting together this uh, five-man London Jam. Well, it's 30 years anniversary from five-man acoustical jam, which we just recorded and forgot we even had. Next, you know, it's the biggest record to date that we sold. And, uh, you know, then we got this chance. Uh, I, I think our management helped us get into uh, Abbey Road Studios to do a recording because we were starting off last summer over in uh, Europe to do a bunch of festivals. And uh, we got to open up with the Abbey Road Studios recording and filmed it and recorded it. And it's live and it's the year anniversary. And we got to do songs like From the Shock record that we did with Phil Collin. Um, we got to do some songs that weren't written in 1990. Uh, when when Brian Man Acoustic Jam was just the first two records, so we got to play, you know, some songs, a lot of songs that weren't written at the time, 30 years ago. So that was fun, and of course, at Abbey Road Studios, oh my God, so I'm going to say the place you could record, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it's amazing, and it, the sound's incredible. I mean, and that's there's something about the magic of you guys when you do that, when you strip down and you do it, and you guys really kind of unknowingly brought on the acoustic craze uh and mtv unplugged in the early 90s you guys sort of unwillingly did that so thanks thanks tesla for that well you know they started that unplugged thing and they wanted us to actually do one of the first ones or the second ones but we weren't able to i, I forget for what reason and the next you know we do this five-man acoustical jam thing so people can just start it but mtv already started something where they wanted to do this you know the acoustic thing um unplugged it was just at the same time. It was just um, not a mishap. It was, it was an honest show that just got recorded. We forgot we were even recording it. And three months later, we play signs at a radio station. Phones are ringing off the hook, what they now call a landline phone. <laughs> Weird. And, uh, and you know, Geffen goes, we got a whole night of this. Let's put it out. It's like, great. And it's all live from start to finish, video and everything. So now we did the same thing with that idea. And you know what happens to it? Because I'll be honest with you, I forget exactly how things happen, but I'm in the moment. And a lot of that stuff, most of it, I haven't seen or heard. And when it comes out tomorrow, I get to see and hear it. It's going to be great, because I know I was there. Yes, absolutely, and definitely pick that up uh, on the Tesla website. You can uh, order that right now and uh, get it uh, here in the next just couple days, get it sent right to you. Okay, so um, because given the parlance of our times, given that we're, you know, we've really got to entertain the people here, we usually don't do this, but I decided to open this up for a few um, questions from the uh, Tesla Facebook group, if you don't mind, just a couple rapid-fire questions, my friend. Um, Tanya Ling wants to know, what's the first album you ever bought? The first record I ever bought, I believe, was I was in Oklahoma in the early 70s. 
uh, from 70 to 76, where I graduated high school, majoring in FFA, one, two, and three, in 76. But in 74, I went to buy my brother a record for his birthday, but an eight-track tape. And I bought Trey's Hombres. It had just come out, was hitting in the Texas area, and I sent it to my brother in Northern California, George you know where I was from. Uh, they went crazy over it. Next thing you know, ZZ Top's huge. And that was like the first eight-track tape, but I never had a record player. I'm from a small town, Clint. Yeah. So they're not your typical record collection kind of guy. I was more on eight-track tapes and kind of grew up on that, passing them around. But uh, the first one I remember buying an eight-track tape was Trey's Hombres. That's that's a good one. We're, we're we're both Midwesterners. I'm seventy four. I'm from Missouri. You're from Oklahoma. You know, we kind of got that in common here. So definitely understand that. Um, let's see. This is a this is a good one here from uh, Bridget Bresky. Do you still own the white jeans with the black footprints from the love song video? Okay, here's what I did. Katrina came through, and I went, "Oh my God, I've got to help." So I. Back in the gold and platinum record days, you got these ones that were doubles. They said Jeff Key. And I said, quit sending Jeff Key. Just put Lazy Ranch is what I call my place at the time where I live. And they would send both. So when Katrina went through, I had two platinum and a gold that said Jeff Key presented Jeff Key. I took them off the wall. I boxed them off. The fans wanted to buy them back. The first one, I went, let that person have it. They're going to help. So $7,000 that got raised in with the people that said, hey, well, we were still chipping in. I said, you can, uh, you want, there's a lot of animals on rooftops. And so I took my handprint pants and my white boots that I used to always wear and, I, and the belt that I wore. Uh, and uh, I donated that off to the animals too for Katrina when Katrina went through. So wow. that's where they are. That's that's a great story. That's I'm glad they glad they asked that. That's that's really cool. Um, Jennifer yeah. Verner, Jennifer Verner wants to know about the band Bad Marriage that you had recently out with you. She said she saw you February 28th in Amarillo, and uh, what did you think about the band yeah. Bad Marriage? And do you plan on taking them out again in the future? Love Bad Marriage, and uh, because a lot of bands that go out with us, we end up loving them. But Bad Marriage is just right up my alley for me, and I love having them out there. I think. It's like a well-rounded show. It compliments Tessa. It compliments Bad Marriage. And, you know, Def Leppard taught us that. when They took us out on, on Hysteria in 87, 88 in the round, in the middle of the arena. They let us go anywhere we wanted on that round stage because in their eyes, that's how they, what they taught us is you make the show an entire well-rounded show. And, you know, you don't try to put you know, boundaries up and all this stuff and just give the people everything you got. And I think Bad Marriage is a good band for Tessa. They compliment Tessa and we compliment them, I think. And they, they, our crowd seems to really love them. Yeah, that's I awesome. Yeah, that's that's super cool. Um, so, like, five people asked this, but my good friend Bert, who got me into Tesla years ago, Jeff, this is a, I got to get it in for him, man. He wants to know, um, do you keep up with Tommy at all? And uh, have you have you heard from him lately, Tommy Skio? Yeah, I just called him and said happy birthday, but it was on a voicemail and talked to him after that. Yes, Tommy's a great friend, and uh, he was a good part of Tesla, but Dave Bruce is like, Big part of Tampa, and that's what Tessa does today. But Tommy will always be a tree that grows in my yard, is the way I like to say. 
Hey, great stuff. You guys did great stuff with bar seven. Um, okay. Here's one that maybe I, I'm not, I don't get this one. Well, this will be the last one from the fans. John Deers wants to know, do you miss being a tomato farmer? Well, no, because I'm always once a tomato farmer, always a tomato farmer. <laughs> Nick, Nick just made a funny comment about it, and it was great because people were like, Nikki Six said you're a bunch of tomato farmers from Sacramento. And my, my answer was, we are. It's great. So, yes, we are very happily grateful tomato farmers enjoying doing what we do, and that's farming tomatoes, and we call it rock and roll. I want to know, me as a Tesla fan now, uh, want to know about um, kind of your start. You, I believe I'd read somewhere that you had won some kind of singing contest, uh, local singing contest singing. Was it Sammy Hagar's Your Love is Driving Me yeah, Crazy? Your Love is Driving Me yeah. Crazy. And I didn't know he was the Red Rocker. I didn't even know he was at that time. He was the singer of Montrose. But uh, I was dressed, decked out in all these uh, uh, Things. I won a contest for 200 bucks where you sing into an open mic, and this guy had red bandana, red spandex, red shoes, everything. I thought, I'm going to be dead. He's the one that told me Sammy Hagar was the red rocker. <laughs> but I did that contest, won 200 bucks, and some friends up from Georgetown, these two girls that live down Sacramento, and Frank and Brian and City Kid, neither singer was quitting that night, got me to sit in with them. And I didn't know what I was doing, and I was just squealing those, those monitors. Brian Weed said, I, I couldn't even tell if the guy knows how to sing. He doesn't know how to use the mic. And Frank, let's come over to share the mic with me. I think he's our guy. And next you know, I'm in the band. That's awesome. Um, like, that... I'm like Finding Nemo, I call it. Oh, God. Uh, over the years, which band, you kind of mentioned uh, some in there already, but which band and crew was the most fun to tour with uh, throughout the last 35 years? Oh, man, they're all great, man. They're all it's just awesome. But, you know, like I said, Def Leppard took us under their wing. They just really took us on a world tour. We started out in the UK, in the round, every night, and just just cut loose, have fun, and just, they're our big brothers. So I, I always have to go with, with Def Leppard. They just, they showed us and taught us and, and still do inspire us very much to this day. Do, uh, I, I've, I caught you guys on those tours, man. And I tell you, it was so tremendous to see. And, so, and I, you don't know how many people were out there saying, man, we love Poison. We love Def Leppard, man. We're here for Tesla. The Tesla fans were out there in full force. Do you, do you prefer kind of the high profile tours in the bigger venues or the headlining well, shows? You get you more time. It for Tesla? It's great. We've heard in places, we heard that, hey, this is the most people we've had in here for the opening band, no matter who's playing with three bands. Because it's the beer drinkers just got to get started a little earlier, because sometimes they like to get their beer going on, and with Tesla being first, it's just, with the Tesla fans, they go, you got to start a little bit early. Tesla's going on first. So I think it's great, but no, not that our, all of our fans are beer drinkers, but honestly, some places that we play, they go, no matter... Regardless of who's playing or whatever, a lot of times people won't come into the to the seats until you know the second band's on or something. But a lot of times we'll get some people in those seats, and it's great because they all are there for some great music, and we try to give them the greatest music we can at that moment. Uh, of course, we mentioned earlier you guys released Shock about a year ago, produced by our good friend Phil Collin from Def Leppard, of course. Yeah. Um, tremendous album. Do you a year later now that you kind of have a chance to marinate with it? What what kind of stands out about that album to you? Do you have do you have a favorite song or two? 
Oh man, that's great because it was a whole different experience. With Phil with Castle would go in there and we'd try to get one song and then go get a live recording of everything. Do a scratch live of everything and then try to finish a song, go to the next. Sometimes be on a song for two days with Phil. We'd go in, I'd sing on this chorus, I'd sing on this verse, I'd sing over here on this bridge, let's work on the beginning of this song. We just bounced around on a lot of different things and it was fun. And, you know, uh, he's worked with Mutt Lang doing all that stuff, so he has all these great ways and fun ways of, of coming and, and inspiring us to do things, and he helped co-write it. He's a great person, he's fun to be around, and he's great at what he does, and we had a blast. And, most importantly, our fans loved the effort that we made with Phil, because it sonically took us to a level that we we can't do on our own in a like, you know, into the now is next to a bowl and alley and Pollock Pines. Uh, but then we, now we've got Brian Wheat Studio. So for the last few records have been great because Brian's got this beautiful studio in Sacramento. And that's where we did Shock and, and, and do all of our records. It's, it's beautiful and we're right there at home and except for a few people that have moved out of town now. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> nothing we can do about that. Um, so we got to talk about Dave Rude. We've had him on this show. Jeff, it's unbelievable to think that he's been in the in the band fourteen years. Just talk about the chemistry you have with him. I think he's a perfect fit. We just we just had Tommy on not long ago. Huge fan of what he did with you guys. But Dave Rude, tremendous guy, and man, what a player! Uh, just talk about what he's brought to the band the last fourteen years. Hey, you know what? For Dave Rude to come in in the position that he did and everything, and we did real to real, which is a cover for all of us, and that's how we just. So it was our way of gelling with Dave in the studio next you know we're doing one of my favorite records forevermore and I mean simplicity love all that stuff and then to do it with Bill and then Dave got his to co-write with Bill and I mean stuff like that he's, he's an incredible guy once again it starts with the person that they are and Dave Root is one hell of a person I love this man and uh, it's, it's like working with Bill Collins it's like with, with Dave he's just like brings so much to the table. He's, he is the fifth member of Tespa. He's, he's, uh, he's actually on stage right for Tespa for how many years? 16 years? Whatever it is. I don't keep count very well. But he is a great guy. He stepped up to the plate and what he produces at the plate is great. Okay, Stephen Phillips wants to know, and this is the biggest one, probably the biggest one we all want to know, are you going to do any more country music? <laughs> well, I wanted to sell enough of my EP of CMF to make a full-blown record and with, out of Nashville with Kent Goodson, my buddy, and Pat Boone, but we didn't sell enough, so at least everybody got a little taste of old-school country that that I grew up on and, and got to write with, with Kent Goodson from George Jones for years, and then Pat Boone. Uh, and so, I'd love to do another country record, but right now, there's a new acoustic record coming out, and it's Tesla. And as soon as we get to open the gates and we all get to go back out and do what we love to do, man, it's going to be on with the acoustic record, Five Man London Jam. Jeff, Five Man London Jam. It is uh, available worldwide uh, Friday, March 27th, coming right up here. It is a tremendous effort. So glad you guys able to do it from Abbey Road Studios. Uh, it sounds just like classic Tesla, and we're 30 years away from, unbelievably, from the five-man acoustic jam. Jeff, this has been such a pleasure, my man. We've I've interviewed everybody in your band except you, so now we, I, it's, I've run the gambit now. It's finally happened, and we can't thank you enough. Oh, man, I'm glad you throw my name in the hat now, Clint. Thank God. It's about time. Thank you so much, Jeff. Yeah, that's great. Hopefully, we're going to see your ass here in St. Louis on uh, June 7th for uh, with Alice Cooper and Lita Ford. Let's just hope well, that listen, happens. Hey, well, listen, Clint, get a hold of 
through Jody and have her get hold of our management and work it out so you can come say hello. Oh, absolutely, Will. She's the best. Uh, All right. She's the best, man. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Jeff. You bet. All right, Clint. It was so fun to catch up with Jeff there. Just a great guy answering all the fan questions. We appreciate everyone from uh, the uh, Tesla uh, Facebook group there that was uh, provided a lot of great questions uh, to ask for that. And I think the, that rapid fire style really works. I think we're going to use that uh, going forward on a lot of our shows, just uh, throwing out uh, some options for you guys to get questions out there to our, to our uh, guests. Because you know what? The fans, all you guys that are, have supported these bands for so long, you know, as I have, you deserve to, you know, if you have a question and you want to get it out there, this is a great, we want to provide that medium at least for you guys to be able to do that. So guys, our website is musicmaniapodcast.com. That's where all of our shows are archived. Um, gosh, I think we're heading on 170 now. Uh, it's really been going on since, um, 2014, really picked up steam around 2015 though, where we started going weekly and we can't thank you guys, the listeners enough for that because, me, I'm just a fan just like you guys, but to be able to put this plan in motion, to be able to start uh, doing interviews, it's just been uh, a tremendous honor for, for us to be able to do that. So thank you guys so much for continuing to support the show. Uh, you can always hit us up on our Twitter, at MusicMania underscore show. Obviously, Facebook, Instagram, if you have questions, comments, concerns, you can email me at podcast at gmail.com. You have an idea for a guest coming up, want to throw out some questions to a guest, want to co-host a show with me. You know what? I'm up for it all. Send me that email. We can try to work out the details. Uh, MusicManiaPodcast.com. Again, is our website. We will be back next week in a tremendous interview that I did with a guy that has <laughs> that is legendary for his sense of humor, especially in times like this. He also tells it like it is. It is none other than Stuart Copeland from The Police joining us next week right here on the Music Mania Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay alive. <laughs>